Thank you for listening to the Kayfabe Report, a podcast made by fans for fans. Join me, Cody Wilson, and DJ Hype Train, Matt Glass, for news, general topic discussions, predictions, and reviews. All that and more on the Kayfabe Report. Thanks, guys, for joining the Kayfabe Report podcast this week. SummerSlam predictions. Uh, Matt won't be here with me this week, unfortunately, so it's just going to be me and we're going to be live on TikTok, so we're going to be answering a bunch of people's questions, hopefully, and we're going to be going over the entire SummerSlam card. So, let's see what we can do here. First up on the card, and we're going to hop right into it, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. The fact that this is going to be on SummerSlam is kind of upsetting. Um, the fact that they have nothing creatively for Drew McIntyre, and this is going to be his match, is going to be very upsetting for me, honestly. But, uh, yeah, so the story pretty much here is is that Drew McIntyre uh, has been on a chase for Jinder Mahal all because he got screwed out of his money in the bank opportunity. And, you know, it is what it is. You got to make a story somewhere with something because everybody thought McIntyre might have won the money in the bank, and the fact that they took him out of it like that was more of a crowd pleaser, honestly. Uh, F the main rosters. <laughs> yes, yes, Scooter Pooter won. F the main rosters. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Pierre Chris joined. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, and it's going to be a battle of 3MB. They should have had this for the championship back when McIntyre was the champion, but it's all for not, which is perfectly fine. But I feel like McIntyre will win and hopefully be done with this storyline all over a sword, a bike, and the sword again being used as a weapon. Um, <laughs> NXT all the way. Yeah, NXT... Um, real quick, shout out to everybody that, uh, got released by NXT. Uh, sorry to hear that for you guys. I really wish the best in all of your future endeavors, honestly. Uh, Beckstar joined, thank you. But, it just, I, I really hope that everybody finds good light at the end of these tunnels. And a, you know, can't go a better direction for everybody involved, because they are all great athletes, and will find good work one way or the other. But yeah, uh, back to the predictions at hand. I'm predicting McIntyre to win just off the entire story that they've built. It McIntyre has looked strong the entire way, and, she- and uh, not Sheamus. Uh, Jinder Mahal has... Uh, thank you guys for joining. Really appreciate it. United States Championship match. Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Um, what the hell happened to Damian Priest after that zombie match? I've been trying to figure that out for the longest time. He showed up out of nowhere and came back. Um, but it is what it is. Papi Chulo, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining. BB Malo, thank you for joining. Um, I don't know. Sheamus has been this weakish champion. Like, they have been trying to fight him. Uh, in and out, but it's just, uh, I don't know, they all went south, and uh, Hot Shot Podcast, thank you, thank you for joining, really appreciate it, um, I don't know, it, 
it's bad because they they Sheamus since WrestleMania has not been booked as a bad at love seventeen. Thank you has not been booked. He's going up against Damian Priest. I can't think of a better opponent to get the belt off of Sheamus. It's going to be a hard hitting match for sure, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's not looking good for Sheamus. I really feel like they're going to give the belt to Damian Priest and then have a rivalry between Miz, Morrison, and Priest for the United States Championship. And I couldn't think of a better way to introduce that feud going in. The dream match that everyone has been clamoring for for years since his injury, Edge versus Seth Rollins. Perfect story to start. Seth screwed Edge out of the Universal Championship. Why the hell not? And because he thought it should have been him. He should have won money in the bank. And he didn't. So then go on to fight Edge. And then it's been nothing but... How much better am I than Edge? How much more better have I done that Edge has already done? How? What can I not do all the way that Edge hasn't done all the way but better? By Seth Rollins. And it's pretty cool. Uh, Brato Moe. Thank you for joining. Really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much been a one-upsmanship on Rollins the entire time. I really wish they would make this match a hardcore match. Or an Extreme Rules match or something to that length. Uh, just because I think those two in that match it would show how much... Uh, Jay Snake, 1952 thanks for joining... Um, it would just show how much more Seth can take punishment and how much more Seth can go for his match against Edge. Because Edge has already done it all. There's no reason for him to have the championship again, uh, honestly. I mean, short of him having his comeback redemption story, fine, that makes sense. But also, in all honesty, it is just... Um, it just makes more sense for Edge to, you know build newer and better stars all the way uh jerry javinit vitero 11 i'm trying to pronounce these names guys it's really hard i'm not that good at english or the language in general so <laughs> but uh yeah i mean edge only needs to build superstars at this point he helped build roman reigns with daniel bryan at WrestleMania, and we've all seen where that's led to now since last night, or since last Friday on SmackDown. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it, with Seth winning, it gives him more momentum to go for the Universal Championship. Um, but in all honesty, with the draft coming up soon in the next couple months, I uh, really. Jason sucks a guitar. That is a great username. Uh, very great username. But with. Um, Seth going for the universal or going for a championship in general. If he says like he beat Edge at SummerSlam, and then goes for the main event title on whatever brand he goes on, if he stays on SmackDown or not, is a completely different story. But Seth will win this match hands down, no questions asked. So it will be very interesting to say the least. Now, here's one that has a little bit of speculation uh, against it. Sa or the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And here's the thing. With Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, it's hard 
to pick a winner, let alone uh, Joshua Sweatland. Thank you for joining. Nate Gray, thanks for joining. I'm trying to get everybody as soon as they join here, guys. It's really hard to do. Um, but with Sasha and Bianca, like I'm saying, there have been reports that they're missing out main or live events. Uh, they haven't been seen since Friday SmackDown. Uh, that might be um, that might be a problem for some backstage. We don't know exactly yet, though, what will be happening. It could be a COVID situation, could be an injury situation with Bianca or Banks or both. But so pretty much this match came about because Carmella wanted the rematch from her women's championship match. Selena Vega wanted to be put in the women's championship match. So then we have Sasha Banks returning all because she returns, does a tag team match with uh, Bianca Belair against Carmella and Selena Vega. All's all well and good. And then, boom, he'll turn because Sasha Banks could be a bitch whenever she wants to be. Not a bad thing to have as a trait. The problem is, is that it's either going to be Bianca winning with the freaking hair whip, which, again, one of the coolest things that a woman could do with braided hair is make a giant freaking whip out of it and smack a bitch with it. That's pretty neat. But the fact that Banks came back and that's all they had left for Bianca, like they couldn't like squeeze in another. Yeah. I mean, Banks, Banks could win over Bel Air, but I don't think, Hey, I don't think Rousey's coming back. At this point, Kevin Davis, 837, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, no, it, Rousey's not coming back, especially after the comments she made about Bray Wyatt. There's no way Vince is letting that come back. Becky, on the other hand, she's going back to Raw. She's on Raw. She hasn't been drafted yet. So the fact if she comes back on SmackDown fucks up the entire roster because she's still technically drafted to Raw. Her TikTok has her wanting to come back. Explain. I guess I'm not um, up to date. I'm not. I don't follow Rhonda on TikTok. Thank God. Um, yeah, Ken Cruz, ninety-eight. Thanks for joining, buddy. Um, yeah, I don't follow her TikTok as much as anybody else, really. But um, I don't know. It. I think Sasha. I don't think Sasha's gonna win. I think they're gonna keep the belt on Belair. Hopefully, since she's getting stale, give her give her a heel turn against some of the the brighter baby faces on SmackDown. Uh, it would it would really improve and help a lot with the women on the SmackDown roster. I mean, uh, Ronda has posted several videos where she's wanting to come back, but also fighting it in quotes. Um, okay, so she's. Fighting it. Yeah, she's still under contract with WWE, really. But the fact that she's off and wants to have a kid, and she is having a kid, even though Becky beat her to it, which is funnier than hell. Um, uh, the Fighter 14 joined. Thank you. It, you know, here's the thing. If Ronda wants to come back, Ronda can come back. There's no issue with that. I have no issue with that. I think Ronda was doing very well before she lost to Becky, which is fine. They could have done a huge angle with her coming back at, like, say, that year's SummerSlam and fighting Becky going in to Survivor Series where it all began, you know? 
But uh, that guy Vic joined. Thanks for joining, buddy. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. Uh, why do you think both sets of women's tag titles are not it's bullshit? <laughs> um, yo, it. <laughs> um, the tag titles are complete bullshit because. In general, now at this point, the fact that you have an NXT Women's Tag Championship and a WWE Women's Tag title, that is completely bullshit and it's stupid. And at this point, you don't even have the women's roster that you used to have to have enough for tag titles, let alone one set. So you kind of fucked up on that, WWE. But now they're pretty much obsolete. Now they're on Natalia and Tamina, and Tamina has them both because Natalia has an injury. That kind of sucks. Um, that guy, Vic. Yo, sup, dude? Sup, dude, bro. Uh, Justmeyer99, join. Thanks for joining. Uh, Banks over Belair and have Belair flip shit and fight each of the three. Uh, as in, like, uh, Banks, Becky, and Charlotte, or Banks, Becky, and Bailey, or that, um, that type of situation. But I don't know. I, it, it's it's hard. It's hard to think and fathom of different. Uh, Mella and the other new girl. Other new girl. I guess I am lost in translation on the new girl thing. I know. I know of Carmella. I know of Selena Vega. Um, I don't know of another new girl. Oh, are you talking about Tegan Knox and uh, uh, Shotzi Blackheart? Yeah, Selena Vega, I would definitely love to see her in the title picture. Would definitely love to see it. it, it it'd be great. Give me one second, guys. i got to charge my phone here. Got to plug that in before I started tonight. Um, but yeah, it, it would be great, honestly. Ugh. One second, guys. There we go. Okay. Uh, DJ Verpolic, thank you for joining. Again, sorry if I'm fucking up these names, guys. I'm not good with the English language. Um, but yeah, uh, it's all... Honestly... If you look at the women's roster that they have now on SmackDown, it is practically deprived. Bailey's out with injury. Sasha just came back. Vega Carmella are not going to be doing anything much. They added Tegan Knox and Shartzy Blackheart, which two of the weirdest people to add for a tag team, but it is what it is. And yeah, like I said, I think Banks could win. But I really, I am Travi Joint. Hey, Travi T! Prime Time Travi T is in the live. I love it. I love it. I love it. He's a good guy, good friend. Uh, check out his stuff on the uh, T13 Media outlet on T13media.com. Uh, book it. Debatable. Uh, I think he also has tea off with him and another friend of his. Uh, definitely go check out his stuff. He's really cool. Uh, but, dude, thanks for joining the live. I really appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, so, honestly, I'm thinking Bel Air is going to win. Uh, Tony Storm. Yeah, where did Tony Storm go? That's a good question. 
Um, that's a very good question. Uh, where to, if you were to book Biggie versus Roman, how would you do it? I will answer that in the Cena Reigns prediction. <laughs> Big Willie from Billy Zero. Thanks for joining. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The Uso Brothers, part of the Bloodline versus Rey and Dominic Mysterio. This is where I think Dominic Mysterio will do a nice little heel turn on his daddy. Or his adoptive daddy, if you want to go with kayfabe storylines in WWE. Um, hey, guys, thank- Wow, 45 likes. Thank you so much, guys. That is awesome. Um, thank you, 82, wow, thank you, guys, thank you so much, um, thank you for the rose, guys, um, wow, <laughs> a little overwhelmed for a second, uh, but back to the, uh, Usos, Dominic, and Rey Mysterio match, Usos are retaining, there's no reason for the Usos to not retain the match and the titles, uh, Dominic Mysterio, flat out, is going to do a heel, tor- heel turn on his adoptive poppy, Rey Mysterio, and just go full out like, you're not my dad, you're not my real dad, and just fucking go off on Rey Mysterio, and I'll be happy about it, I think that'd be the greatest shit in the world, honestly. Um, but yeah, Bloodline retain, I think, spoiler, I think the Bloodline's going to retain all night long. Uh, kind of like Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could do that. Um, but yeah, it, I don't, I see there's going to be a whole lot of high fly moves. There's been a lot of one-upsmanship between the two teams, a lot of 50-50 booking. Like always in WWE, well, you can't, you can't really help that nowadays because you got to keep people strong going into shit. And then we have the bullshit match like this. The WWE Championship match between Bob Lashley and Oldberg Goldberg, the fucking jackass from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, honestly feel like they should have put Dominic. Yes and no. They should have. They could have put Dominic in NXT. But really, if you have him under the tutelage of his father... You can't really go wrong. The man has been in the business for over 30, 40 years. You know, he is an amazing high flyer and one that can really tell good Lucha stories. So if he's underneath his father like that, you know, he can just go right for it. But, um, yeah, back to Lashley and Oldberg. Uh, if Lashley doesn't retain, I'm going to be pissed. Ken Cruz, thanks for joining again, buddy. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be pissy if Goldberg wins because then he will have held all three world championships in the WWE system. He would held the world heavyweight championship, the universal championship, and then the WWE championship. And the fact that he has never held the WWE championship is kind of a good thing. He doesn't need that belt because he's so goddamn iconic that he doesn't need it, but he would have had now four different world championships. I wouldn't say if Oldberg wins, we riot. It's more like if Oldberg wins, I'm just going to fucking turn off the TV because Goldberg doesn't need the championship period. And the story that they've been telling is one of, you know, Lashley, it would make sense. It would make me feel better. I cannot stand MVP Lashley. 
I can't stand them either, but I can see a heel turn from a different group, like I've already pointed out in my TikToks. Um, Net, NDA Creekly, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't know how to put it. Um, will Big E cash in during SummerSlam or will he wait? So, here's a good, here's a good way to put this in right now. Big E, I think, could cash in this Saturday. If he does cash in this Saturday, it will be against Lashley. Not against Roman. I really, I really think he will uh, definitely cash in the bank contract once he gets it back from Corbin, if Corbin doesn't cash it in himself, which, by the way, funnier than fuck if it would happen like that. But if Big E does decide to cash in, it's going against Bobby Lashley and have MVP turn on Lashley, then... Joining the New Day back up on Raw and having a Nation of Domination-like stable with Farouk when he when he was the leader of it and have MVP in that role and then have Kofi, Big E, Xavier just ransack Raw. Just let them be a dominant heel group like they were trying to do with the Hurt Business and then just decided to break it off for whatever reason. I really think that Bobby Lashley will win against Goldberg, but I think after a match like that, he will lose against a Big E cash-in. So I do, and I really hope that that happens, because I think a cash-in at SummerSlam in Vegas would be awesome. And you always look for one of those, like, swerve story opportunities to try to make at SummerSlam. Corbin attempts to cash in on Lashley. MVP stops it, causing a distraction. Eee! Okay. No, well, you could do that too. And then have Goldberg lose against Big E in a cash-in. And then go to there. And it, what really upsets me about the whole Goldberg situation... <laughs> Yeah, you could do that too. What upsets me about the whole Goldberg situation is that earlier this year at the Royal Rumble, he had a, he was gifted a WWE Championship opportunity and lost. Now he has another gifted WWE opportunity six eight months later, and he might actually win it this time. And it would be upsetting because if they if they screw Lashley like this, it would just be stupid. But. Honestly, I hope Lashley retains, if nothing else, and then if anything else, Big E comes in for the swerve, cashes in on Big E with MVP's help, MVP, Big E, New Day, on Raw, no questions asked. And then the second match I hate going into SummerSlam, uh, the Fighter 14 joined, thank you so much for joining, um... Thank you again, guys, for all the love and the likes and everything that goes on. I really, really appreciate it. Um, the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> okay, let's get down to business. Nikki Ash. This is this is where it's going to be like a 10, 15 minute rant on this shit. She's not a superhero, which is fine. She's an 
almost superhero, which is stupid. Nikki Ash, and that's what I will call her. I will never call her Nikki A-S-H, because the fact that you won't just say Ash because you guys are jackasses. Oh, okay. Nikki winning Money in the Bank was awesome. I will say that. That was a finish I've never seen and a finish that has never been done before, which is amazing. In fact, she cashed it in the night after. Right, like, why not just return to Nikki Cross? Because the, this is what happens when you listen to Vince McMahon and become his mighty mouse. This is what happens. You get rewarded handsomely, as we see here with Nikki, getting the championship. And good for her. I'll say that. Good for her. Um, But, back to the matter at hand, Nikki... Cashes in the night after. Which then means four years in a row within 24 hours. The money in the bank on the women's side has been cashed in. The last four years out of the last five winners has been cashed in in less than 24 fucking hours. Asuka, you can't really make a case for because she was forced into that. She didn't have a choice. But Nikki, on the other hand, had the choice and could have waited. Could have waited till fucking WrestleMania with it. I wouldn't have given a shit. But the fact that it was cashed in, I get it's a pop on Raw for fucking Money in the Bank. I get it. Cobra Kai 1988, thanks for joining. It just... Yo, God, I don't understand WWE's logic when it comes to getting pops. You can get pops without using your fucking gimmicks to make the goddamn pops. Anyways, beat Charlotte the night after. Rhea wants to get her rematch in because she helped Nikki get the championship. Whatever. <sighs> so, here's the thing. Now we have a... We have... An unneeded sports with Brady Liv Morgan is so underrated and will probably and probably will get cut by the way WWE's going. I love Liv though. Uh, Mick Murhead, thanks for joining. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Um, and back to the SmackDown thing real quick. There's somebody right there, right there, Liv Morgan. You could give her a beautiful opportunity with a heel, Banks or Belair. Either way, could be an amazing, amazing heel with a good baby face in Liv Morgan. Back to the Charlotte, Rhea, Nikki feud. You have a beautiful Rhea, Charlotte feud going, and then you wedge Nikki Ash in there. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm always, I would always be up to, you know, co-alive. I just, uh, right now I'm doing one for the podcast, so... Can't really call this one really right now. I'm kind of doing pretty good being by myself, too. <laughs> I honestly did not think I'd ever do this good being by myself on the podcast. Uh, KSWKSR, I think the only one that really liked the Nikki Ash... I think I'm the only... I'm okay with it. I was perfectly fine with it until until the, the week after... Until the week after with the Charlotte loss. Then she had the promo 
And it was like, I almost won. No shit, you're the champ. You're supposed to win. And then you're not supposed to do that. And yeah, that's what's going to happen. You have a Charlotte Rhea feud with Nikki going to win by some dumbass fluke because she's goddamn Mighty Mouse. And Vince will always see it that way. And it, it, it's upsetting. No, You know what? I think... No, didn't they have a Hell in a Cell match between these two? No, they were at Hell in a Cell, and it was a stupid DQ finish. That's what it was. Got it. But still, oh, it, it's hard. It's really hard to not get frustrated at this particular thing. Because you have a gimmick in a character that was working until... She did the one promo after a Charlotte loss. Then you have Rhea, who was supposed to be this dominant women's champion, going in after WrestleMania against Asuka. And then you just have Charlotte. Because Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte, I don't care what anybody says, Charlotte is one of the best, if not the best, women's wrestler in the world today. And that's not because of the accomplishments she's had. And that's not because of what her last name is. I will hands down argue anybody about that. Plain and simple. Jacob Booker, 24-240. Thanks for joining. So, here's what I think might happen. Charlotte, Rhea, fighting each other. Nikki comes in. Um, just pisses everybody off. Um, sorry, bud. Unfortunately, since I'm doing the live now, I can't really do co-hosting. I can't just stop what I'm doing and then pick it right back up, unfortunately. But thank you for the offer. I will definitely keep you in mind for the next time I need an emergency. Um, Charlotte? I think she's, it's not only that she's a good heel... Um, it's not only that she's a good heel. It's the fact that John Powell, 2020, thanks for joining. Um, it's not that she's a good heel. It's just that she's just good. Plain and simple. Um, and everybody bitches about her having, you know, her dad behind her, the company behind her. And it is what it is, but goddamn, you can only do so much with Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Cross, Nikki Ash. But it is what it is at this point. Um, honestly, I think that Charlotte Flair can tell a very good story. The question was, or the the comment was, she's not a good feel good story anymore. And I think that's towards Nikki. And you're right. It's not that she's... It, the thing is, though, is that this is, again, Ron's pain. Thanks for joining. Um, This is not about the good feel, good moment story anymore. This is Nikki Cross trying to be... um. It's just Nikki Cross trying to be a good role model for the kids. And that... That again, Vince's Mighty Mouse. That's all it will ever be. Rhea, at this point, it should be Rhea versus Piper Niven. Let those two go at it. That'd be a great match. Char uh, like Mick Murhead here says, Charlotte versus Niven, take my house. Yeah, I, 
hands down, take all the money I make from that. Giant Goofy Dog, thanks for joining. That's a great username. Um, Baszler, definitely needs to be pushed. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's not get too hasty about Nia going there, buddy. Um, everybody hates Nia Jax. I personally think that, um, I think that Nia Jax is perfectly fine. Injuries happen. You can't plan or predict that shit at any time. But back to the um, topic at hand here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, you're an amazing man. Do you think Charlotte will join her dad? I think you meant to say dad. Um, I will talk about that in just a second. Uh, can you show us the collection on the wall? Uh, yeah, just real quick. Um, I have a green Power Ranger Funko Pop, uh, an old Dragon Ball Z Super Boo, CM Punk, Chris Jericho, old as hell Goldberg from WCW. I only have that because that looks sweet as shit. It's a collector's item. Uh, old style WCW giant in Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He who should not be named Chris Benoit, Carr from WCW, and um, the Young Bucks signed autograph from Nickel City Con. Um, do do do. Hold on, just give me one second here. I also like Diane. Feel like she's gotten better and safer in the wing. Eh, I wouldn't say safer, but she's gotten better. Um, the two women's division should merge. It would be so much. Yeah, agreed. I think so. Here's the way I look at it. Uh, thank you, Brian Hope. Love it. Um, thank you so much. Um, here's here's how I think the WWE should be ran. Women's tag and heavyweight championships all join together, and the U.S. and Intercontinental on separate shows. Those would be the titles that you use as stepping stones to create your new guys up to the main roster. Uh, Martinez and Ruby going is just bad man. Martinez pre WWE. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, I mean, uh, and back to Charlotte joining her dad. It was seen on pictures that she was with Andrade at Triple A's WrestleMania. I call it that because I don't exactly can say the pay-per-view half the time. Um, Red Dog joined. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, it is what it is with her. If she happens to go see her dad... And be with her dad, all the more power to her. If she goes and bees in AEW, all the more power to her. If she goes and bees with her husband Andrade, all the more in power to her. She can do whatever the she wants because she's a flair. But Nikki, Rhea, Charlotte, the prediction is Nikki winning by some bullshit fluke, and I don't know why. So the main event attraction of the pay-per-view. And 10 bucks says they'll just do this to screw with us. They'll put Rain Cena as the opening match. And I'd be okay with it. Lawrence. Oh boy. Lauren. Lawrence C.E. Den Brown. Oh, whatever. I'm not. <laughs> sorry, bud. I can't pronounce your name. I am trying really hard with these. Um, I hope she does. I can't watch AEW. Can't stand rewatching what WWE and WCW did 10 years ago. 
Uh, Dimitri Martin, though, I will say this. Dimitri Martin is the future of pro wrestling. That kid, I bitch about flippy shit all the time. And the thing is, is that Dimitri Martin, when he does the flippy shit, he does it in such a fluid storytelling motion that it doesn't piss me off. Um, Universal Championship match. John Cena, Roman Reigns. Let's get down to business. Here's the story. Cena, coming back after two years of absence. Roman Reigns, destroying everybody. Who's going to win? At first, Reigns didn't want to fight Cena. Well, Reigns still doesn't want to fight Cena. It was going to be a contract signing between Roman Reigns and Finn Balor three weeks ago now. Reigns signed. Balor was about to sign. Corbin stepped in, was going to sign for him to get his, you know, his way back because he lost his fucking crowning king title, which is stupid. And then we have Cena coming back saying that I'm here to fight Roman Reigns because he is the most overprotective, overhyped, overpushed, used gimmick in the WWE, and that's coming from me. So, Cena's self-aware. That's good. Roman is doing his best work ever. And, again, to where I've said on, on TikTok, I might not have posted this yet, but I'm going to post it soon. Um, Reigns, Cena wins, Goldberg wins, Survivor Series, Cena... Oh my god, no! I, okay, no. Mitch, I love you, that's, that, that is, I love how you're helping, I do, but goddamn no! Goldberg versus Cena would be the stupidest match in the history of the WWE. Uh, Remington, uh, 85, favorite NXT guy. Uh, my favorite NXT guy currently is Adam Cole, uh, but of all time, definitely Finn Balor. Uh, the the Ghost Rider. What's up, Cody? What's up, Ghost Rider? Thanks for joining, my friend. Um, and they wouldn't have Goldberg run with the title till November. That's three months of him holding the title. He barely held the title three months with the the World Heavyweight Championship when he won in September in Unforgiven against Triple H and then lost it in December at Armageddon in a triple threat match. Music Guy 81 joined. Thanks for joining, my friend. Um, I try to watch NXT UK. It is a very... It's very difficult for me to try to watch almost everything. I do watch Raw, SmackDown, and NXT... On occasion, I will try to catch NXT UK. I do try to catch myself up on everything. Um, yes, I would love to watch... I would love to see Bobby versus Brock. That would be an amazing, amazing match. Period. Because they're, two, they're both collegiate wrestlers. It would be great. But back to the Cena-Goldberg thing. Hell no. Hell no. I don't want to see two guys that know five move total in a ten move match and then just fucking go haywire with the fucking Y buttons on the finishers. Oh my god, no. No, 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 no. But thank you for that comment. 
last Friday night, we saw the true color of Roman Reigns. This is what happened. Cena did what Cena does. Just fucking destroyed Roman Reigns on the mic. You saw Roman Reigns get nervous after the Nikki Bella comment. And then Cena went on hardcore territory saying he ran Dean Ambrose out of WWE. I might even jump over the barricade and give you a little kiss goodbye. He mentioned Punk. This is how much Cena is Cena. Uh, I will talk about Saudi after the entire predictions because with everything going on in the world currently, that might not be a thing. Um, yeah, it's just, holy shit, Cena tore Reigns a new asshole. They don't, they don't have the luxury of the Thunderdome anymore. Because with the Thunderdome, old school, 3652, thanks for joining. With the luxury of the Thunderdome, Reigns could fuck up and they go, cut, edit, go over, save from this line again. You're live now, pal. You've been live for three weeks. The missionary thing was funny. But goddamn, you need to fucking man up and drop your balls to Cena. Because if you don't, Cena will have your ass every single time. My prediction, honestly, Cena's going over. Just Justin John Mogler, thanks for joining Roman was never good on the mic. He he was in the shield. When you gave him simple two, three short fucking sentences, he was fine. But you're trying to make him like his cousin, The Rock. You're trying to make him be that cool bad guy that everybody wants to follow and everybody wants to just copy and everything. But he's not. Like Cena says, you were part of the shield... You did your own thing, you sucked ass at everything, you turned heel, and you still suck ass, and no one thinks you're over. Like John Cena thinks he's over, because he is over. When he came back at Money in the Bank, everybody flipped their lids, like even on my live, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore with hating Cena. Cena is a great great competitor. He's a great athlete. It was just a great moment. And that's the thing. People think like, would he, would you still act the same if he didn't have Heyman? Yeah. Roman Reigns is still a heel. Roman Reigns is still a bad guy. Roman Reigns is doing his best work as a bad guy. And I will still say that till the cows come home. But he needs Paul Heyman as that heel credibility factor. I don't think Cena's lost all that much weight when you really look at him. And if he has, it's not noticeable, honestly. But, um, yeah... So, Cena's winning. Whether or not he drops it fast, hot potato shots it to whoever, 
Big Hoss 1892. Thank you, Tyler, for joining. Appreciate it, my buddy. Uh, New Day turns heel and MVP manages him. That's what I've already said that. Uh, that will definitely be, I think that will definitely be a thing. I really hope it becomes a thing, but thank you, Ronzi Payne. Um, yeah, Cena's winning. If Cena doesn't win, then Roman's holding on to it till Mania, or Roman's going to hold on to it till new, till Big E cashes in. That's the only other way he's going to lose the title and then still look strong in the end of it. So, if Cena does win, it's going to be a huge sign of relief for everybody that's a Roman fan. Because it's like, he was the only guy that could have done it. But now, when you look at it, Cena's going to hot shot the title to someone else. And it's just going to be back to Cena shit. And then Cena's going to leave. And then, go, go does his movie. Uh, I don't think John Cena will lose his match on Saturday. I think Cena will win. Um, no, I don't. Honestly, I don't see Cena losing fast or Cena winning fast. Um, hey, th thanks, Pizza Panda Books. Love it. Thank you. Um, yeah, it. if Cena wins... See, now that's something I don't understand why it was Saturday and not Sunday. That is that is always one of the weirder things. Uh Morningstar 2657, thanks for joining. Um Yeah, Cena. I think Cena's gonna become the 17-time world champion. And as 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 much as I hate to say that, I would rather him tie Ric Flair than beat Ric Flair. Cena will become 17-time world champion. He will be labeled as the GOAT of WWE. And plain and simple, Roman Reigns... At the end of the day, you can still do it to make Roman Reigns look strong at the head of the table where he belongs. That is, no joke, one of the best ways to do it is to just keep him look strong. Like, have him... Like, Cena's saying, I could take an ass-whooping. I just need to beat you. One, two, three. Like, come on. Tom Too Funny, thank you for joining. So, yeah, that's... Those are my predictions for SummerSlam. I have Cena winning in the main event. I have Nikki Ash winning by some bullshit. I have Lashley retaining and hopefully getting screwed over by Big E and MVP and joining the New Day for heel turns. I have the Usos retaining the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Ray and Dominic with a Dominic heel turn. Uh, definitely will answer Rush, Rout, Mount, ugh, Mount Rushmore later in just a second. Um, again, guys, questions or Q&As are open. If you want to send those questions in, I will be on for a little bit longer and we can answer all the questions that you guys have. Uh, Bianca and Banks, you know, I see Bianca winning, uh, Edge, Rollins, I see Rollins winning, there's no, uh, there's no reason, Sheamus, Damian Priest, I see Priest winning, because Priest would just have a big boost, you know, would just have a big boost in the championship winning the US title, and then McIntyre versus Jinder, that's gonna be our opener, so... It's going to be fun. So, with that, the predictions are over, but we're going to still be on the podcast for a little bit longer about different things. And so, 
for those of you who don't or aren't aware, uh, the Taliban has taken back over Afghanistan. So I don't think Saudi Arabia will be a thing anymore, at least for the time being, because now with the air travel being now so risky with. Okay, Tyler. <laughs> so my friend, Big Hoss, um, asked, what happened to Scotty Tuhati? He is now a trainer in the Performance Center in NXT. He does not wrestle anymore. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but about the um, about the Saudi Arabia trips, I don't think they're going to be happening anymore. I think Vince is going to see them as a big risk with all the Middle Eastern uh, flight risk travels that could be happening with the Taliban uh, retaking over Afghanistan. So... There will be a problem with that. Um, RK, oh yeah. Also, forgot to say that. Um, rated or rated RK Bro or RK Bro, whatever the hell their name is, versus AJ and Omos for the Raw Tag Team Titles at SummerSlam, which will probably be the kickoff match. Unfortunately, I mean the other other the only other option I see is McIntyre on the kickoff with Jinder. There's no way they don't start the show with either the tag title match or McIntyre and gender. But, um, definitely see RK bro having the titles. That'd be cool. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> what was wrong with him? He clearly did something good to be training mother lovers. So, <laughs> oh, you are such a dick. Um, yeah, so pretty much it's not that there's anything wrong with him. I just, I think that he has been so, um, so overused and the gimmick was so overused that everybody was just, you know, eh with him. So it's cool to see him as a uh, performance center trainee. And that's awesome because more people can learn how to have a good gimmick or how to use a gimmick properly from him, which is very cool. Uh, title match for sure where it changes hands. Oh yeah, definitely. That will definitely happen on, on Saturday. Um, and who was it? Gotta go back here. If I didn't relose it. Do, 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 do. Ah, there it is. Uh, Mick Murhead said, who is your Mount Rushmore of WWE? Um, easily. Easy. Uh, the Mount Rushmore of WWE, in my opinion, is... Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, The Rock, and John Cena. That's just wrestlers. If you want to take uh, a real approach to this, it would be Bruno San Martino, Vince McMahon, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and John Cena. Those four in general would definitely be the Mount Rushmore of WWE. Um, it, it, it is... It, there's no question that some of the five, like, it, when you really think about it, like, between Rock, Cena, Hogan, Austin, that's the Mount Rushmore, really, when you think about it, wrestling-wise. When you think about the business as a whole, it's Vince McMahon, uh, Bill Dundee, uh, Bill Watts, and, oh, who was the other guy? Jerry Jarrett. 
uh, who who is your top four women superstars wrestling now NXT and WWE? Uh, that is a little bit harder for me. Uh, women's wrestling wise, uh, Candice LeRae, love her work. Um, Charlotte is going to be number one, hands down, every time, anytime. Uh, Alexa Bliss, number two. She has done some fantastic character work over the last two years. Um, let's see here. That's three. Uh, definitely put Natty up there because she is one of the better, um, better wrestlers in her time period, especially being there since 08, which, fuck. Um, and, oh, who, oh, what's the last one? There was one other in NXT that I really liked. Um, shit, what's her name? The current NXT Women's Champion. Oh, Lita. Yeah, Lita's up there. Lita and Trish are up there, but not top five. Um... Hogan made it big. Brett in ring. Austin most over. Taker for what he did. Oh, yeah. Uh, Martinez Gonz- or Sh- Sh- Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, Just Jermaine. Thank you for joining. Um, yeah. Th- those are just a handful of women right now. Um, of all time, though, when you really think about it. Silly Woody, 79. Thanks for joining. Um, yeah, of... Hey, Roddy Collins, 81. Thank you so much for following. That is awesome. Um, Maya Sanchez, garbage picks, all of them. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate it. I will see you tomorrow. You're going to get a good ass kiss or ass kicking from me. Kissing. Yeah, I'll kiss your ass. All right there, buddy. Um, <laughs> um, I don't really try to do that all that much here. I only do it when it pertains to wrestling, really. So, um, who do you think is the most overrated wrestler? Oh, oh, that's such a good question. Overrated. I might get some flack for this. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Orange Cassidy is one of the most overrated wrestlers. I'm sorry. I hate the gimmick. I think the gimmick is the stupidest fucking thing in the world. And but it makes sense to people. It makes sense. It does make sense. And he's just like, only oh, use like two percent of my athleticism. Um it I get it. It's like the shaggy meme, you know? It it makes sense. Um there's some other ones here. Uh, over, yeah, you better fuck off. Uh, what is your opinion on, on the on again, off again booking of Jeff Hardy lately? Um, here's the thing. Jeff is over a 20 year veteran. He does not need to really be winning. So if he loses all that much, that's fine too. I can understand that. Uh, Goldberg, Goldberg, I get it. But so blah, uh, agree. Orange highly legsy join. Thank you. Um, AEW is Aleister Black. 
So that one was a weird one. Uh, did I miss why a pay-per-view is being held on Saturday? Uh, again, we're, we don't know exactly why they're holding it on Saturday. NXT is the night after, which is even weirder. Um, but if I ever figure it out, I'll definitely put it up as a post on TikTok. Oh, boy. Bourbon like a madman for whatever reason. But, yeah. Uh, AEW. I'm going to talk about AEW just a tad bit here. Um, I have right there a signed picture of the Young Bucks. Um, I love the Young Bucks. They're, they were a great tag team. It's just the fact that now that they've, they've, they have full-blown made it look like they don't care. I hate to say that. I do. But it is what it is. Um, since they're giving all these veterans such as Goldberg one more run, do you think? Yeah, but Goldberg isn't just getting one more run. He's getting one more run time after time after time after time after time again, which is bullshit. Jeff hasn't even received a chance for one more run. I'll say that. Sinner Uno one thanks for joining. Uh, punk or no punk, that is the million dollar question. Mm. Ah! that's okay that's your opinion everybody has their opinion i think kenny omega is as jim Cornette would say twinkle toes mcfinger bang fuck him but that's your opinion if you like kenny omega that's fine sketchy landings join thanks for joining um punk or no punk that is the million dollar question yes it is do I believe that Punk will be at AEW? Yes. Do I believe that Punk will be wrestling for AEW? Hell no. I think Punk will be a commentator for AEW, and that is all or slash a trainer, because I think that he really is one of the best in the world, in my opinion. But I don't. Th I think his best times are behind him, and it is what it is, but you can only do so much with the time that you're giving. Uh, Samoa Joe to win... Hey, thank you for following. Uh, Samoa Joe to win new NXT champion. He would be the first and only three-time NXT champion. Um, that would be interesting. Yes, I do believe that Cena will be getting a 17th title reign. Um, I explained it all in the podcast. If you want to go listen to that, it will be up on Friday. So please go check that out. Um, well, at, at least my explanation of why I think he's going to get a 17th title win. Uh... Just Drew, just do Drew. Hey, what's up? Um, no. Taker deserves his retirement. Taker deserves everything he's getting and more in retirement. That man has given more than enough of his body and travel time from his family to entertain us. At this point, let him be, like, let him be a consultant from home let him tell vince hey do this 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 or this he doesn't have to listen to him but he could pay him to tell him hey you're doing this wrong so again but taker does not need to be back in the ring plain and simple i'll say that Whew. uh what you think about christian cage winning the impact title so, people were like, why is everybody pissed off about Lesnar, Goldberg, and other old guys winning titles, and everybody's critically acclaiming Christian from winning the Impact World Championship? Here's why. 
The IWC is one of the most... How can I put this? They are one of the most critical fan bases in the world. And you all cheered for Christian beating Kenny Omega for an Impact World Championship and not the AEW World Championship. Peterboy41 joined. Thanks for joining. He did it because everybody knows that he was never a Vince guy. He was never a Vince, um, a Vince main eventer. So when he got the championship for another promotion and in another promo, like he got a, he got the, he got the belt for a promotion in another promotion. That's not even in that promotion. Like, think about that. And right there, never a Vince Crony. That's why they cheered. They're like, yeah, Christian, you did it. You got another world championship under your belt, even though he's already a two, three-time AWA or NWA Impact World Champion. <laughs> Hangman has the best story. Jacob certified his pumpkins. Um... Hangman has the best story. When you really look back at the entire story of Hangman Page since the beginning of AEW, even back at Double or Nothing, the very first one, it makes sense. Do you think... Okay, I'll answer that one in just a second. I want to finish this. Hangman has the... has the opportunity to become that company's Austin. And I, I don't say that with any sarcasm in my voice. I say that as he has the chance to become that company Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I perfectly am in, I'm perfectly fine with Hangman Page. I think he's a great young wrestler. He did a great job, you know, being up with the elite. Did amazing work. <coughs> Next question from Sinner Uno. Do you think Dominic will live up to his dad's legacy? It's interesting you mention that because I think they're going to do a father-son mask match at WrestleMania. Dominic wins. Ray takes off the mask. If Ray wins, he gets to keep the mask. I think it's going to be Dominic winning at WrestleMania and taking his father's mask in a heel way and still having Ray saying, I'm so proud of you and still be able to turn him back face. Um, what's your opinion on the rumor of Bray Wyatt taking over the Dark Order in AEW from David Rachel? I hope it's not true. I want Wyatt to do his own thing. As much as I would love to see him continue on the work of Brody Lee, I think it would it would be just too much too soon for Bray Wyatt. Uh, won't lie, I'm stoked that RK Bro is back together. Eh. Impact is done. I don't think so. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen to win the match, new AEW champion. Uh, I don't know what that's in reference of. I haven't seen anything lately of AEW. Um, I don't think, I don't think Darby is going to be the next AEW world champion. I honestly think it's either going to be, um...
Okay. But yeah, it. I, I, I honestly think that the next AEW World Heavyweight Champion um, could be... It's interesting because it could be... Oh, who would I... I just had a thought in mind who it would be. I think it's Miro. Honestly, you could really have a shot for Miro to become the next AEW World Champion. Uh, 19 years, almost double a ECW's original, and a lot more than Nitro too. That's silly, Woody. What was the... Ah. Yeah, Um. Impact's not done. I'm sorry, Impact just has an unwillingness to die. I don't know why, but it just has an unwillingness to die. It is an amazing thing. Um, can't stand Dominic. That's fine. And I understand why a lot of fans can't stand Dominic because of the fact that he just got right to the main roster. But you also have to understand he's been on WWE television since eight years old. Like it's, you know, it's in his business. It's in his blood. You know, you can't really, you know, like hurt the man for all of that. Um, your opinion on Cody's quote-unquote retirement. Uh, do we have to talk about Cody Rhodes? I mean, he's part of AEW, so I guess we have to talk about Cody Rhodes. I have not liked Cody Rhodes since he has been released from the WWE. I'll put it that way. Since he has been released from the WWE, he has been trying to do his own shit. And his own shit is not working for me. His own shit is bullshit. I think it's stupid. I think the way he hit, he should be a wrestling mind for other wrestlers, not for himself. He should not have the uh, emotional matches. He should not have, he should not be the only one having the emotional matches, having the high impact matches, the high stakes matches, should not be having those. But that's just my opinion. Um, Opinion on the Elite Hunter. Cass, I love Kazarian. He is amazing. He's been amazing since I first saw him in TNA. He is practically one of the best uh, wrestlers in the company that is there now. Um, Thoughts on Malachi Black debuting in AEW. Um, Was a real shock that it was 30 days later. I'll say that. That uh, That was very interesting to say the least. And then come to find out that somebody fucked up at corporate and said, Hey, uh, we forgot to switch over Malachi Black's 30-day non-compete to a 90-day non-compete. So, uh, sorry boss. Betcha that guy got fired. But, it's still the same thing. So, um, to, to, to be perfectly honest, all the best of luck to him. And I think that he will do amazing things in AEW. And this is going to be the last question I'm going to take for the night, and then I'm going to head off. Um, do you think the Hardys will be together again in the WWE Hall of Fame? Uh, yes, I do believe the Hardys will be in the Hall in the Hall of Fame. I I believe they're going to do like a. Um, I do believe that they're going to do like a triple induction for the three main teams. It's going to be you know Dudley's Hardys and Edge and Christian all getting inducted. By, you know, probably Mick Foley. Uh, thank you. Got, wow, 128 likes. Holy shit. 143. Oh, wow. Thank you guys so much. 150. Wow. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Holy shit. Um, 
Thank you, you guys are wow. Thank. Thank you guys so much. I you you don't understand how much this actually uh, means to me. I am extreme extremely grateful that you guys are liking this and um, thank you. Uh, really couldn't do any of this without you guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to break down for a second. Um, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but uh thank you. Um but yeah, I think it's going to be a triple induction. Like each of them are going to induct each other type thing. Um it's going to be awesome and it's going to be one of those weird things that just, you know, it makes sense for the WWE. And with that, you know, I'd play F Mary Kill with Matt, but he's not um, he's not here tonight, so we're just going to skip that and we'll do it next time. Uh, remember the podcast is every two weeks on Friday. We record on Tuesdays. I, I will usually have, I will now start having a counter on for lives and, uh, uh, thank you guys, uh, so much, uh, you know what? If you guys have any other theories that you want me to dive into, please let me know. Put them in the questions box. I will get to them the best I can. Um, I, I appreciate all of you. I love you all. Um, and how I always sign off uh, for the podcast. I'm not going to close the live just yet, but I'm going to close the podcast uh, just now. Uh, I love you guys. Be nice, be kind, be thoughtful, and we will see you in two weeks for the review of SummerSlam 2021.